Hello everyone and welcome back to the Midlife Crisis podcast with me, Trevor Pritchard. <coughs> Excuse me, I do apologise for that great big cough, very unprofessional of me, but if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm not very professional anyway. Anyway, so what do I want to talk about this week? What's been happening in the uh, in the news since I last spoke to you? Well, the last time I spoke to you was the West Bromwich Albion um, special. Um, when I uh, told you about my piece that I wrote for uh, the, uh, what's it called? The I keep forgetting what it's called. Um, there's something seriously wrong with me um, that I keep losing words out of my, um, my um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, it was for the programme. That was what it was. It was for the match day programme. Um, received a lot of love for it, um, a lot of people. Um retweeting and tweeting about it so i appreciate you every single one of you um especially all the um groups and clubs and specialist trust groups um around the uh west bromwich albion uh football club especially the um the uh west bromwich albion lgbtq um club group Sorry, I forgot your official name just at this moment, but as you already can tell, I'm not a very memorable person. I'm not a memorable person, or no. Well, maybe I'm not. Anyway, that's by the by. Um, they tweet. They actually sent a lovely tweet. You know, it was um, somebody actually took took the time to take a picture of the article in the program i got it right um and uh tweet that out so i appreciate you um nothing but love for all the groups um for the west bromwich albion football club um there's a lot going on with the club at the moment um a lot of good work being done by the club um so uh let's keep that up and let's keep our reputation in english football at the highest for being the greatest club on the planet and i don't care who argues with that because you're wrong because we are the best anyway so um what else has been uh going on then um last sunday was it last sunday yeah last sunday um my son went to his mum's for the weekend so i got the um i got the uh night to myself so i just sat doing the things that i normally do when i'm alone not that pervert um so um sunday morning i've woke up um surprisingly early um to be honest um considering that you know i've been watching quite a lot on the telly um well not on the telly it's on netflix i never watch anything on the telly these days um so yeah um so i woke up sunday morning and um i noticed there was on twitter there was a hashtag uh justice for Johnny Depp or something like that. Um, and apparently um, all this stuff that had been going on where um, Amber Heard had been saying that uh, he was an abuser and he was an abusive and all the rest of it, um, all the details have come out that she's actually a serial abuser. Um, audio came out of her actually being verbally abusive to him and admitting hitting him and um it come out that she'd been abusive before and also um 
Johnny Depp's ex-wife, um, Vanessa Paradis. I don't know if you remember her. Jula Taxi. Yeah, that one. Um, I hate to boil down <laughs> a person's whole career into one novelty song from 1988. You know what I mean? But that's just the way it's sort of gone. I remember it was 1988 because I went to France in that year um, on a school trip. And it was great. I really, really enjoyed it, except for the food. The food was shit. Right? Whoever starts telling you about all oh, French cuisine, a lot of bollocks, right? They served us up. I remember it fucking specifically. They served us up this, like, it was like apple crumble on the top, but underneath it was like raw fish. And I was like, no, I'm not fucking eating that. <clears throat> anyway, um, where was I? So I keep getting on these. Um, tangents and all sorts of stuff. Um, So basically, yeah, all that's come out. Um, And I was just watching Twitter sort of implode as, you know, some people, especially, let's, let's call it what it is, right? Some feminists, right, had to basically apologize for <clears throat> believing Amber Heard. Um, to be honest, I think everybody was talking about it. You know what I mean? I mean, Johnny Depp, a little bit crazy. But when you look at, you know, what I was saying about his ex-wife, I says that he never raised an hand to her. He was never a bad person to her. But when you look at it like this, right, you've got a man who's had no history of violence, no history of um, domestic abuse versus a woman who has a history of violence and has a history of domestic abuse. And she's saying that he was an abuser. And then everybody's got to believe that because of this thing going around saying, you've got to believe the victim. Now I'm not saying don't believe the victim. What I'm saying is you've got to believe evidence. That's what you've got to believe. You've got to believe evidence, right? Johnny Depp, when they split up with uh, Vanessa Paradis, volunteered, right, volunteered $50 million of his money um, to her as a divorce settlement. Now, that don't sound to me like an abuser, to be honest. He didn't have to pay that money, right? By the letter of the law, he didn't have to give her nowhere near $50 million, right? But he gave it her, right? Because that was, you know, the mother of his child. He wanted to make sure that she was living in the life that she was accustomed to. So he gave up the cash. Fair play, you know what I mean? But the problem that's here and the problem that became apparent is that there's a certain section of society that even when they're proved wrong, right, they have to do something. They have to say something to, you know, make it sound like they're not as wrong as they, you know, have been found out to be. Um, you know, bringing up um, things from the past uh, is all well and good, but you've got to make sure that your shit is squeaky clean. <coughs> Sorry, I've got this cough coming. I don't know what's the matter with me. Um but, yeah, I mean, if you're going to, you know, it's the old adage, isn't it? If you, 
if you live in glass house, don't throw stones. You know, um, she is, Amber Heard, as far as I'm concerned, has completely embarrassed herself as a person by pursuing this abuse thing. When Johnny Depp's come through with pictures of bruises that he suffered, um, she apparently threw a lit candle at him. You know, I can imagine, you know, it ain't so much the candle. I mean, if it was a big candle, it's going to work. But what the worst thing about that is if there's a lot of wax that's melted and that hits you, that hurts. All right? Don't ask me how I know, perverts. Um, but, you know, hot wax, obviously, it's a hot liquid. It's going to hurt. So, um, so, yeah, there's all that. And there's still people who are still saying, oh, I don't believe it is abused. These are the same people who were screaming, believe the victim, which is fair enough. But, you know, it's it's this thing, and I keep banging on about it. Context and nuance, right? Life is far more nuanced than he did this to me. You, you've got to look at what's actually happened. You know, I mean there could be a case that she's hitting him and he's tried to get her off and he's pushed her a bit too hard or something like that. And that was another thing that says that um, the bruises that she showed was painted on. Um, And this is the problem. It's a bigger problem than within the divorce of um, Depp and Heard, right? Because when this comes out, right, you're going to have a lot of legal teams... Um, who are defending pieces of shit men who beat up women because I ain't going to fucking mince my words, right? Men who beat up their wives are pieces of shit, right? And it don't matter which way you look at it. You, you raise your hand to your missus, right? And you've fucking lost the moral fucking high ground there as far as I'm concerned, right? You don't deserve to fucking be heard in court you should just be locked up um well you do deserve to be heard in court that's a stupid thing to say what what have i been drinking um just original coca-cola this morning but you know but what i'm you know what i'm trying to say i mean they don't deserve the full range of the rights once they're proved guilty they don't deserve to fucking be in a relationship with someone they don't deserve anybody to love them ever again as far as i'm concerned um but you know that's that's my opinion um but the problem is and i know this is a hard concept for certain woke people to grasp but occasionally women do lie um and I'm sorry if that offends your sensibilities or goes against your um, your ways of thinking, your rhetoric in any way, but it's the truth. Because, um, I mean, you know, when was the last time you watched something like Maori? 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 I forgot his name. And, like, they've been sat on the stage, and it's like, in the case of Tequan, you are not the mother. That never happens, right? It's always the dad. So women do lie. 
right? Not all women lie, and women don't lie all the time, but there's certain times when a woman lies where it's very, very dangerous for people, and it's not just dangerous for a man who, when they believe... It's, look, say, say I'm in a situation where I'm with somebody and she says um, that I've slapped her, right? Now, if I've not slapped her, which, which let's face it, is highly fucking likely that I haven't, um, I could get in a lot of trouble um, with the way people say, oh, you've got to believe the victim. I would be in a lot of trouble right up until proving my innocence. And when it's uh, her word against his word and the um, the way people, and people believe her side because of this whole rhetoric of believe the victim, then I'm already at a disadvantage, right? The man is already at the disadvantage because of the way society views how men and women operate and how men and women are. Um, and, you know, this whole thing about women not being capable of violence, of, you know, obviously never been up Broad Street on a Saturday night. Um, they're very, very, very capable of violence. Um so yeah, it's just a it's just a shit situation. It's a complete sit, shit sandwich of a situation that um, you know a man has to sort of defend his way past the um, guilty until proven innocent um, thing when it comes down to things like this and. It's it's not just, you know, I'm not just saying this because I'm a man and I want to get away with shit and I want men to get away with shit. I don't want nobody to get away with shit. And even, even fucking worse, I don't want rapists getting away with shit. But I think everybody should have a fair shake of the stick when it comes to when they're going into court and how they're treated in court. Um, you know, it's... Uh, domestic violence cases, rape cases, um, child custody. It's it's always like sort of a woman's got a head start on all of those. Um, I'm not saying don't be sensitive towards women because, you know, at that time, if a woman is trying to escape a violent man, then she needs all the compassion that is possible. You know, we need, you know, I think we need better training with police officers that they can ask questions um, and sort of attain what's happened um, on the, you know, during the incident without upsetting the victim. Because, you know, a genuine victim, I can't... I can't admit, I can't even contemplate what they're going through while they're being interviewed, you know. And you don't want some bullish copper just marching in and saying, you know, oh, this is what's happening. This is, you know, you're lying about this, ain't yeah? Tell us the truth. That is disgusting. That's a disgusting way of doing it. You need to have proper compassion 
but you also need to give the defendant a chance to defend himself, you know? There are a lot of piece of shit men out there, right? But there's also a lot of piece of shit women out there as well. Women who will say that um, men have been inappropriate towards them. Um, I mean, look at the um, Me Too movement. If you look at that, with um, oh, what's her name? That Italian actress uh, with Harvey Weinstein. That all blew up massive. And then it turns out that she'd had an inappropriate relationship with a 17-year-old boy who'd played her son in a film, you know? it's <sighs> That happened, and I've not seen any investigation into that. I've not seen any charges bought. I've not even seen her interviewed by the police, you know? She had sex with a minor. Right now, when a man has sex with a minor, it's instantly he's arrested, he's interviewed under caution. But she's sort of flouncing around doing nothing, you know. Even the people who was sort of supporting her have like dropped her, but not said anything about it. Not said that she should be investigated. Excuse me a second. So yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a murky waters situation um, that are, that we're in with this. Um, I don't know the answers, um, but I think that just out and out, you say believe the victim, sort of gives the other side of the coin of don't believe the accused. And that's a dangerous place to be in. You know, we've all got to live. We've all got to have our uh, have our lives. And, you know, lives can be ruined. And I just want... I just want the court system and I just want people to realise that it, it's a terrible situation with domestic violence and, and rape and sexual assault and all the rest of it. It's a terrible situation to be in. Right, for anybody, right? But to be falsely accused can have so many long-lasting effects. Even if they're found not guilty, it can still have long-lasting effects on their lives and careers. You know, and I've not really seen a lot of women being handed out custodial sentences for falsely accusing um rape or sexual assault so you know we've got to men and women need to work together on this you know you know feminists need to you know just realize that okay <clears throat> it's a terrible thing and i'm not you know i've said it's a terrible thing many times through this whole podcast <clears throat> it's an absolutely awful situation for anybody to be in but you can't go around making out that people are monsters you know when you believe a victim because you're being as lied to as anybody else 
you know it's doing harm to women more than it's doing harm to men because the more women that or men i guess that accuse people of rape or sexual assault or domestic violence when they're not guilty the more that happens the less likely that people are going to believe accusations in the future and i'd hate to see it comes down to i'd hate to see a woman who's accused somebody of something when it didn't happen i'm not the sort of person who say i'll throw her in jail she obviously needs some sort of help and the worst thing about it is say it really happens to her in the future and she gets caught lying in this first time. It could be that, you know, she, she's not believed. And that's an awful place to be in. And that's going to be, you know, emotionally damaging to that person because nobody believes you. It's like, you know, the old story of the boy who cried wolf. You can't... You've got to realise that... the. The damage of that is awful. So I think we need to, you know, we need to treat victims of domestic violence and sexual assault and rape with the compassion that they deserve. But I also think that the people that they accused should be treated with, you know, a modicum of respect. It's hard because if, you know, I mean, obviously if it was one of my kids or someone I love and you know I'd want to rip his face off but you know we do have to sort of say okay this is what's going on the police and the courts are going to have to deal with it let's just get it right let's make sure that any um, charges that I'm bought I'm spot on let's make sure that we can get a conviction because that's the main thing because because it's such a poorly done area of the law the conviction rates for rape and sexual assault are so fucking low it's unbelievable but you won't improve it by believing every victim you know you won't improve it by that happening so, you know, we've got to pull it together. We've got to uh, do a little bit better um, with the whole situation. Um, so anyway, but that's all I'm going to talk about that on because that's quite that's quite a downer of a, um, of a subject. Um, so uh, I think we'll leave it there. But like I say, you know, just we just need to, you know, have a bit of common sense about it, you know. Um, I hate to... Um, quote this line but facts rather than feelings it holds true it holds true um, and I know it's a very Ben Shapiro thing to say um, you know I'm obviously you know I'm not a I'm not a massive hater of Ben Shapiro um, but I think some of the things that he comes out with are downright bloody comical um, you know I wish he'd slow down his talking as well he talks so fast he does. He talks way too fast. But anyway, that's enough about that. So what else has been happening um, this week? Oh, we had Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Um, 
I don't know a lot about American football, but what I do know is that I do like the uh, Patriots. So, um, sorry, America. Um, that's just probably offended you. Um, I forgot who it was. Who was playing in the Super Bowl now? Because I know one of them had an amazing uh, record um, that they've thinking. Let's just Google it. Uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Live. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, the Chiefs. The Kansas Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, the uh, the 49ers was uh, 20 to 10 up, right? And the Chiefs was like, fuck that. <laughs> and they come from behind. Um, they won. Um, which, which one is this one? Super Bowl... 54, I think it is, isn't it? This one. Is it Super Bowl 54? Oh, I don't know. Let's have a look. I'm terrible with this stuff. Super Bowl 54. Yeah, that's the one. Super Bowl 54. Um, the Chiefs won Super Bowl 54. The last Super Bowl that they won was Super Bowl 4. Um, so that's quite, that's quite a gap. Um, but you know, um, congratulations to, uh, to the Chiefs. Um, if you're a Chiefs fan, uh, congrats to you, my people. Um, I hope you're, um, happy with your, uh, with your win. Um, I was amazed that the Patriots weren't. In the Super Bowl final, but I'll say nothing about that. Um, <laughs> now, I'm just a part-time Patriots fan, to be honest. Um, I was looking at American football, and I started watching it a little bit, and I was like, I like the Patriots, because I like teams from sort of that side of the country, but not the New York teams. Um, it's like um, hockey. I like the Bruins. Um and uh, baseball, I like the Red Sox. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess I, I guess if I was American, I'd be from Boston. <laughs> oh my God, that's how good. Um, I don't know how good my Bostonian accent is. Um, I'm from Southie. Um, <laughs> I'm starting to sound like Bill Burner. Jesus. Um, not the deal. I don't care. Fuck it. I sound like Bill Burr. Whatever. I don't care. Bill Burr ain't spending time listening to my podcast. I mean, Jesus. He's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's got his own podcast. Two of them. He's got the Monday morning Thursday podcast, which is weird. Um, uh, no, I ain't going to tell you about all these podcasts. Well, screw that guy. He's rich. <laughs> No, I really like Bill Burr, actually. Bill Burr. I'll tell you something about Bill Burr, right? Bill Burr goes on like he's some sort of really sort of hard-nosed sort of bloke. But, you know, from what I can see, the things that he gets so upset about, mostly upset about, makes him pretty much the nicest bloke in the fucking world, to be honest. When you're talking about racism, it's not... Oh, God... If you're ever racist around Bill Burr, 
I reckon he'd fucking lose it. I really do. He's that sort of guy. But um, but enough about Bill Bear and his personal life, because I know he don't like talking about shit like that. But anyway, so what else has been going on? Um, yeah, we had the Super Bowl. Baggies and back on top. Back back at the top of the league. We are top of the league. Say we are top of the league. Anyway. Um, oh, I can't, I can't think of what else has been happening. Um, oh, we fucking... Ooh, my son's school's done it again. Right, had the teacher come out to me yesterday. Um, they went on a trip yesterday to um, Pizza Express, where they made their own pizzas. And my son, being my son, I seen everybody else coming out of the school with their pizza boxes, right, with the pizzas in them. And my son's come out empty-handed. And I'm like, oh, no, please don't tell me he's dropped his pizza or... They ain't letting him make a pizza because of some bullshit. But no, Apple don't fall far from the tree. He'd eat it. <laughs> he ate the pizza. He ain't giving a fuck. He ain't one of these kids who's going to stand on ceremony while everybody else has got, oh, I'll leave some of that for me mum. I'll leave some of that for me dad. I'll leave it till later. He ain't one of them kids. He's like, I made this pizza. I am eating this pizza. This pizza is mine. All right? Don't touch it. Um... But anyway, yeah, they went on this um, trip to Pizza Express yesterday where they made a pizza and they, you know, got there, come back and all the rest of it. And that trip was absolutely free. And I was like, at last, a free trip. Um, the teacher come out and gave me a letter saying that they're going on another trip today. So today they're on another trip. Then going to see the back-to-back houses in Birmingham. Um, if you're not from round here or from any of the industrial cities of the UK, uh, the back-to-back houses and some like old, old school fucking houses where you'd got like a courtyard at the back and you've got the houses surrounded in the courtyard. You've got like um outdoor toilet, <laughs> outdoor toilet. Fun little story. When I was, when I was a little nipper, we still had, um, an outdoor toilet at our house, which is crazy, which is amazing. Hmm. It was outdoor toilet, and then next to that was the coal, the coal shed. And when I was little, we used to have um, open fires. We had proper coal fires. Um, and I wouldn't mind, but I ain't even that old. A lot of the kids I went to school with was like, no, we've got fucking central heating, mate. What's your problem? But... Um, but I'll tell you what, <clears throat> there's nothing, nothing in this world that's warmer than an open fire, right? When you've got an open fire in your house, you won't be cold, trust me. Because once them fires are started, because there's like the back-to-back houses in the house that I grew up in, it's like four, four rooms, basically, um, and then sort of like, outbuildings at the back and you've got four 12 foot by 12 foot rooms um you've got the you've got the front room as my mom used to call it and then you've got the best front room <laughs> we was only allowed in there on a sunday <laughs> me and my sister playing records on the we've got this great big sideboard with a record player in it um i've seen one of them actually a couple of years ago 
and I was going to buy it because the geezer only wanted a tenner for it. But um, but I wouldn't have been able to fit it in the car and I'd got nowhere to put it in the house. And I was like, oh, it was one of them purchases that you really want, but you can't, you know, you can't have. Um, but anyway, as I was saying, yeah. So each one of them rooms, you'd got um, you'd got a proper fire in the at the on the downstairs, and then upstairs you'd got like um, a mini sort of grate sort of thing that you could put a few coals in. Um, dangerous as fuck because you know if you put you know anything falls out, you know your house is burning down. But uh, luckily, we never had nothing like that. And then, uh, like, sort of, as I got a little bit older, sort of, all the house got uh, redone out and everything, and we had proper central eating, we had new kitchen, new bathroom, and all the rest of it. But, uh, but yeah, um, I think that was before I actually got to school, before I was at school age. But I still remember it. I still remember it well. Um... And in winter, the uh, toilet outside used to freeze over. It's mad. But still, what was I talking? Oh, yeah, the school. So the teacher's come out and has handed me this letter and says, um, I need this signing and bring him back in the morning. Otherwise, he can't go. And I'm like, this is the first I've heard about it. Right? And it's getting really stroppy. Right? Now, this school, there's no reason for me to get to get stroppy with me after everything that's happened, because the back-to-back houses, you don't have to pay to go and see the back-to-back houses, yet they've charged me £5 to take him to a free um, National Trust um, sort of exhibition or whatever it is. So <clears throat> you've, I've charged me five quid for that. Charged me nine quid the other week to go to the um, Birmingham Museum of Natural History, right? which is free entry. And I worked it out that it was about 300 quid that they'd made off um, the uh, parents to take all the kids in his class to a free thing. And I says at the time, I says, look, you know, you wouldn't be able to, you know, that ain't to fill up their um, minibuses because they own the minibuses. Right, they don't. They haven't had to hire minibuses or anything. They own them. So, the question there is, where did all that money go? What was that money spent on? Because my son took his own lunch anyway. And tell like them buying because he took. I'll tell you why he takes his own lunch because their lunches are crap. The food that they take with them on a trip is absolutely awful. So every time he says, "Dad, I want to take my own food." And, I mean, you know, I can't blame him because, you know, you want something nice to eat. Uh, and then there's all the rules and restrictions on things that you can't send. Um, they'll confiscate any chocolate or anything. Yeah, bet you'll get that back. Um, but, yeah, the school's actually doing my head in at the minute. Um, so it's just an ongoing thing. I will tell you the name of the school. But... Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to have any part of it anymore. Um, so yeah, there was that, um, and I think that is pretty much just about it. Um, nothing else really interesting happening in life at the moment. Um, I'm going to keep um, going with this format, um, talking about things that I've seen that I experienced, 
Um, I was going through that phase of um, looking at crazy stories on the internet. Might do one of them a month, um, you know, when I've got some really good stuff because, you know, I look through it and I, I just need to save them up for the month. So um, that's what I'll be doing from now on, sort of this sort of podcast. Um, don't forget, um, I've got a website now. Uh, um, yeah, I've got a free website with Weebly. So um, not all of the links are working um, because I'm still waiting for a few things to come through, like for um, the podcast being on iTunes, I'm waiting for that to come through. Um, I'm going to link up all my social media. So um, let's, let's, see how, let's see how many people... Actually, that's a good idea, right? If you follow me on um, any of the podcast um, platforms, um, iTunes, uh, when it's up, um, Spotify, or on Podbean, um, if you follow me on any of them, follow me on Instagram, um, go to my website, um, follow me on Twitter, in fact, if you find my website, if you go to my website, you'll be able to find all the links to all the different places. Go and follow me on all of them. Right? Do me a favour. Go and, go and follow me on all of them. And, you know, if you're not on any of the um, platforms, then just follow me on the ones that you are. It helps me out a lot, and it lets me see, you know, it gives me a, a sort of portal to interact with you guys, um, you guys. I said you guys. Oh my god, I'm turning into a teacher or something. So I'll get to interact with you lot, and then you get to tell me what you want me to talk about. Get to ask me questions. I'm always open to being asked questions. So, as per usual, go over to my website, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, follow my Facebook page, um, follow the podcast. Um, if you do discover me through iTunes, if you've seen me through iTunes, please leave a comment, leave a like or whatever. Um, it helps me out a lot <clears throat> and it helps me make um, better content in the future. So that's all for me um, for this week. Um, that's all I've got to say. Um, I'm going to edit this a um, bit later on because I've got absolute ton of stuff to do today. Um, but I just thought I'd drop in and make a quick podcast. A quick podcast, it's nearly 40 minutes. That's not quick, is it? I started ranting and raving. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> go and follow me on all social medias. You'll see my ugly mug and you'll see some of the stupid things that I tweet throughout the day. And um, subscribe to... Oh, yeah, my uh, YouTube channel should be putting some videos up soon. So go and subscribe to that. Um, so that's all from me uh, for this week. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast rather than endured this podcast. And I will see you in the next one. Bye now.